That's this episode. That yeah. is the episode that we're talking on today's Adventure Time, Never Ending Adventure, the Adventure Time Podcast. And the only is, one you want. This is DJ Nanny P. This is Russell Tendall. And I'm back. Well, we're both back no, again. That's babyface. Another episode. I'm babyface. That's like the most consistent voice you can do. It's like the only voice I can <laughs> do. Well, uh, dang it, I can't do it. No. I was gonna go don't, don't even start. Oh, I'm back. No. Oh, my name's Ted. Remember me? Yeah, I'm the rainicorn uh, voice. No, this is old man. I'm just an old man. Well, Good episode. I, I effing love ninjas. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you're. Get out of here, old man. What's you're up, man? Have I'm back. Fun with the Naruto references in this episode. Ooh, I'm gonna have so much fun. I know you probably have so many notes on that. I got a couple. We got, we got a Zabaza. Uh, note we got a uh shadow clone jutsu note we got some other notes i don't know we got notes all notes the for days notes. ninja well, manuals give me your your overall we were talking before we started recording and you're just like this is just a great episode it's it great. is a great freaking episode i mean who doesn't like ninjas i know but it's, it starts off so slow honestly this episode for me i was mm-hmm. the first five minutes of it i was i was like i don't but until they break into the uh the secret sanctum i was like i don't think i'm gonna like this episode yeah. i mean I, cool little ninja references uh you know uh flambo's back which you know shout out our shout little out flambo our uh new york city mobster new york city friend. mobster yeah he's got the dirt on ice flambo <laughs> got the dirt on him yeah which is I great know. you know he's on the level come on you know he's on the level yeah. this is such a little quirky character for yeah, sure but but it's a it's a great episode i just yeah, it was weird. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then they they really dove into the ninja powers. It just mm-hmm. really, it was great. And even the ice came, like the A and the B story, which end up coming together at the end, like were both really good. Yeah, it was two good stories that came together. Again, it broke that kind of repetitive style that we said uh, ended season one, where it was like, oh, the introduction of the quest, step one, step two, step three, resolution. And this is a cool break from that whole um, kind of scripted, like, intro to the story, three steps, done. And I love, yeah, it's like the bringing A and B stories together, which is really cool. Well, in last episode, we got a little character development with LSP, which mm-hmm. was great. And then we get some more cool little character development. I don't even know if it's character development, but we get uh, we get one of the best characters, Gunter, is a woman. Is- Preggers. It is Predators. He, he has a baby. And it's a it's a floating cat thing with a heart on its head. Yeah, we I'm I was trying to figure out how to talk about this with you just without spoilers, but Well, if he's the big evil one, I could only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That's it is now this is like the second reference to something is different about Gunther. So oh, he's amazing. That's yeah. what's different about him. It's yeah, it's it's we can kick it off early. Lovelies of the episode. Is it really is that your lovely? No, I was oh. going to ask you because you were you were hyping him up, and I was like, I wonder yeah. if Gunther is the lovely of that. He's not my my lovely. I I love Gunther. I think I'm really afraid now that one day I'm gonna be disappointed by Gunther. Uh, I think he's. Uh, let's do a Naruto reference, uh, and this is spoilers for Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> so anyone that is a Naruto, I think a fan, show that old doesn't need spoiler introductions. I'm I don't sure know. it's so good. If you haven't seen it, go watch Shippuden. I honestly like it more than One Piece, um, but that's just me. 
that might be controversial, but um, yeah, he reminds me of Toby when Toby is this mass figure in the Akatsuki that you don't know whether, like, you know, he's bad because he's a part of the Akatsuki, which is like the big bad organization. Uh, but he's like goofy and quirky and silly and he's just like playing around, but like no one can hit him. And it's like, why can't anybody hit this guy? You know, uh, and it, lo and behold, he is, there's a lot, I, I'm, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, even if you're like, oh, I don't care. There's a lot more to Toby than meets the eye when you mm. first see him. And he's just, he's got a, such a cool mask. Uh, and you see that he's got um, the Sharingan, but there's just so much to him and I, I just love the Toby phase of that character. A- after the Toby phase, he's still great. He he honestly has some really great moments um, and a really cool reveal. But Toby is so good. And that reminds me of Gunter. And I'm so afraid that Gunter is going to have that second phase where he becomes, you know, a uh, big bag yeah, penguin just, Gunter. Just wait. It's, it's a good, like, little string of episodes there well, coming up in the future. So My lovely is action figure Jake. Action figure Jake, yep. I love it. I was gonna say that was my tops of the episode. It was yeah, it's so cool. It's like I mean, you know, you can buy an action figure Jake, but just <laughs> I, I guess the concept of like Jake just holding still and letting <laughs> Let Finn, Finn play with him a little bit, it's like it's great. And he's not a doll; he's an action figure. Action figure I'm Jake, sticking by that. I'm sticking by that. My lovely would just have to be Doctor Princess. Doctor Princess, yeah. Well, one just she's because not a princess. <laughs> she's like the only one in this universe that seems to be any bit normal, like yeah. any any yeah. bit normal. You so, can't. Uh, what am I looking like at her. here? <laughs> yeah. she, she's got her hand like she's been kidnapped, and then she's just got her hands in her pockets while they're they're ninja fighting in front of her. She's like, "So, how's your egg doing?" Yeah. Calming <laughs> voice. Uh, she's got little freckles on her face. Is she qualified to be a doctor, though? She's like, no, hmm, she, she, something medical is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the minimum, like, the minimum requirement it takes to be a doctor in, in Ooh. <laughs> but she, she, she hooks Gunter up to, did you see his little IV? Had like a little, it was like a little fish mm-hmm, IV mm-hmm. and it's going. So she knows how to take care of little Well, I don't know. People. She goes, she's like squeezing the, the, whatever. She puts the thing into his face. Yeah, the stethoscope, the right? Stethoscope. Into his face. you know it's like i don't know if that's really technically how you're supposed to do that uh but like you said she does specialize Mm -hmm. in treating little tuxedo people and that was my favorite line of the whole episode i was gonna say that's the tops of the episode for sure that line is amazing and she works uh at the rock hospital well it wasn't a rock it was Uh, a rock kingdom episode it was a rock yeah no it wasn't a rock it was a rock doctor sorry (laughs) Well, me, and, me and Allie got a really good kick. We paused it and she's joked, a doctor. We joked about that for quite a while. That uh, that little that's amazing. B fifty two's reference. <laughs> Rat, doctor. I just I don't know. I love it. But, it's so good. Oh, I wanted to. And, and one last thing about Doctor Princess too that I didn't learn until later on in Adventure Time, and it bugged me out because they never mentioned anything about it in the show at all. Um, you had to go do research on this a while back. That you see this little pink guy i saw that in her yeah. pocket i you know you wouldn't think anything about it now maybe it's just the thing when the treehouse when the cooler fell over we had another little figure fall but I, they yeah, weren't the same I, I, don't can't, think. I don't know how long it is after this but there's an episode where princess bubblegum is wearing a like lab coat and whenever she wears her lab coat she's got a little pink thing in like the frocket hmm. and i was like okay this is like coming up over and over again and those things are apparently 
not necessarily parasitic, but they feed on like knowledge and smart characters. So there are these like little pink characters in the, the little lab coat pockets and they're almost like parasite feeding on like super smart people. Isn't well, that interesting? Do they, do they bring anything to the table? Is I don't, it a, is I don't it think so. Parasitical relationship or is there? Maybe, yeah, like maybe more of like a symbiotic relationship. Well, that's what I I'm guess. wondering. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Um, we'll dig into that more yeah. as we see it come up repeatedly. But now I, I wanted to drop that in there. One, because that means that Dr. Princess is really smart. Mm-hmm. And two, keep looking for it whenever anybody's in a lab coat. Yeah. Well, I did. I really did like Dr. Princess. She was great. Uh, I don't know why she's green, but she was she was great. Yeah. Um, Ned, I think the big question for this episode for, for me is, are ninjas cool? I think that's the over-encompassing question for this episode. Are ninjas cool? I think ninjas are cool, but you got to be all in or not all in. Yeah. I think that's, that's very much what Ben and Jake, that's their approach. It's like, well, we, we wear it on our sleeve and, and he's hiding his ninja and that's lame. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because this episode has a very, like, it's the, the, you know, the classic question, are swords cool? You know, yes, swords are cool. Right. But, uh, are people who own swords cool? Mm. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> well, own it on your, and I, that was one of my lessons more in a funny sense. But when you bring it up like that too, it's a good point to bring up that like when someone likes adventure time and it may seem odd or childish or nerdy to some other people, but you wear it on your sleeve and are confident about it. It then in turn seems a little bit more palatable for someone who isn't, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think as long as it's, as long as you're not shoving it down their throat. Yeah. There you anything, go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And if that's like, if you're on a first date and all you're talking about is that thing that you're super crazy passionate about, like there's not going to be a second passion. date. <laughs> yeah. But you might not get a second date out of that unless your passion relates to that person's passion, which is, yeah, there you go. Dream situation right there, yeah. you know, in a sense, but uh yeah man i don't know great episode we got to see ice king's obsession with italian food for some reason yeah pizza and spaghetti every in the hamper Mm -hmm. i mean i liked i just do appreciate them bringing that up uh to really drive home ice king's bachelorness and his inability like the last thing that you want to bring a date home and and they find that you've got pizza and dirty spaghetti all over your apartment. So they're really driving home. Like, it's not just like, it's a lot of things about Ice King, why he can't land yeah, a girlfriend. Well, apparently the penguins smell terrible, you know, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you'll kind of get used to it in a sense. You know? Yeah. He's like, it's really not that bad once you get used to how bad the penguins smell. Which, do penguins smell that bad? I would I, assume I so. They're birds and birds just shit everywhere. So. Yeah, and I they can't assume. fly, so they're pooping and they're just squ- squatting through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's not Pleasant. Uh, but they dude penguins slide on their tummies it's so cute i love me i, lo- <laughs> I love so, it i love me some little tuxedo people well i did want to go ahead as we're talking about the story of this episode i was watching it again today and thought the same thing as you i was like man for an 11 minute long episode it does really kind of move slow bouncing between the stories but the finn and jake part really does move slow they're kind of there they're kind of just walking around they're kind of goofing off playing ninja and hiding and then waiting and i realized something and this is a stretch but that's what we do on this show is we we pull unnecessary things out of it 
But we look at Finn and they were wanting to be true ninjas, right? When they break into Ice King's house and Jake is just rampaging all over the place. He's breaking stuff. He's wants to snoop on the diary. He wants to not hide and be secretive. Yeah. It's um, very much the Naruto ninja philosophy of just like, oh yeah, we wear bright clothes and we're out in the open, you know, like that's yeah. not how ninjas work. And that's not how ninjas work. And then, you know, Jake goes to the computer and starts snooping through Ice King's computer. And Finn, Finn's like, the, our number one ninja rule is like, don't be seen, like be stealthy and everything like that. And as... He continues to realize that, like, Ice King's a ninja. They get into the secret sanctum. Jake's still touching stuff. And then Finn finally pretty much caves against his number one ninja rule, mm-hmm. which was... His nindo. His nindo, yeah. Like, <laughs> Bring that back. Is that, like, it's... I well, don't he know. Was... It just upsets me that, like, it's it's one of those things that we saw, like, for the greater good, Finn turns against what he like something was uncharacteristic of himself you know so he's I like think he just he gets you know swollen by how awesome ninja powers are and the and the ability to get more and to learn and, mm-hmm. and grow in his ninja ways you know it just i get it you know he just got passionate about it and and his desire to be stealthy went out the window when he goes oh crap this is an opportunity to be more ninja yeah but, but you know, they're gotta do whatever to, you can they're trying to be good and you know finn's whole thing is like i want to be a good adventurer and not be wrongious like we said before well and by the end of them learning all the ninja moves they've like destroyed ice king's house and yeah. so it's like finn drops his guard down and all of a sudden his morals are out the window you well know? i got a good reference i mean so in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, you have an episode where they're on a pirate ship and they find a stolen water tribe, um, or what a scroll for waterbending. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katara and Aang are so like morally good. They're like, oh, this is great, but we don't have money to buy it. And they tried to buy it, but I think they just didn't have enough money or whatever. Um, but then they leave the ship and I think it's Aang is like, let's go, 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 go. We got it. We got to get moving. They're like, why? What are you talking about? And he stole, or maybe it was Katara. I, I'm sorry if I'm getting that mixed up. But they stole the the scroll, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's that same thing of like they got, you know, ice water. I mean, they were so obsessed with the desire for growth in their skills, you know, the greater good of. Well, I mean, Aang's got a freaking yeah, master the, all the, the big things. Picture and, greater good. They yeah, think you know this is going to help us, you know, later be on. Yeah. You know, but in order to do it, they had to justify well, it was stolen. So, okay, if we steal it as well, you know, in their head, and is that right? Is that wrong? You know, it's probably wrong. But at the same time, you know, pirates, I don't know, whatever. But but I just, I love that. Like, it, it kind of reminds me of that that episode yeah. a little bit, you know? And and Finn goes off his path a little bit. His like, I'm a good guy for uh, the greater, well, not really the greater good. I'm sure he doesn't even have these powers after this episode. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, fun fact about this episode and kind of disappointing. Um was that when when asked whether Finn and Jake would uh, use the Ice Ninja powers in future episodes, the writer Adam Muto responded, "Not likely. They didn't have enough time to commit the inc- commit to the incantations and hand positions to memory." Okay. So they pretty much it was like it's like getting good at something for like a day and not not practicing, practicing it ever, yeah. and so they just forget. And I was I would assume that was similar to 
kind of the Wizards episode as well, you know? But if you have the it thing, if you have something that, like, this is awesome, this is amazing, this is going to help me so much, why would they not? Like, I get that he's young and he's easily distractible, but, like, I also, little kids are so passionate. That's what's beautiful about, like, when you are young, you are, you have so much more time than you think you do. And you are so much more passionate about the things. And and if you're lucky enough to have spent that time not playing RuneScape all day, every day, like I did, uh, then you could be really amazing. That's why you have like child prodigy guitar players or pianists or whatever. Like they spend all their time doing this thing that they're obsessed with. And it's all that matters to them is yeah, but, that thing. But like Finn's, Finn could do that. Finn's pretty ADD though. Cause like, what if tomorrow they went to a dragon stable and he was like, oh, that's so cool. I love dragons. I'm going to be a dragon wrangler. Well, I he's got, he's like, he's being fed all this stuff from ooh out of a fire hose. I know, but ice you know. is super effective against dragon and Pokemon. So I think he should have <laughs> committed all that to memory. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't it doesn't know. bode well in the fire kingdom though. No, I guess not. <laughs> but yeah. And honestly, the dragons all suck anyways. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have yet to find a dragon in Adventure Time that I actually think is yeah, really cool they, looking. Yeah, they're, they are all going to stay the same, Damn unfortunately. It. That sucks. Well, um, but that okay. was, yeah, that was kind of like, it's a bummer that they don't use the powers more. But that leads into my Jake mistake of the episode. Making bacon pancakes. And it's, it's semi a mistake, but kind of semi, you know... Jake can do a lot of this stuff already with his own, like it's not ice, but like when he, a oh, lot of his yeah, powers, he's, true. he puts a, you know, a nunchuck around his fist and I'm like, he can turn his fist into a nunchuck already. So like, it's kind of funny. It's, it's just, like, what's the point? It's kind of like, what's the point? Yeah. So like, I, that's probably why Jake definitely is like, I oh, kind of already got about yeah. it. And like when he, like my favorite, uh, and I'll ask you what, what your favorite um, spell was, mm. but mine was the thin ice, thin ice, thin ice, thin ice. And he goes, thin ice like, is so sick. And that was a cool one. And yeah. then, but I'm like, oh, he can pretty much like shrink or do any of that already. He totally, he totally you know? could have already done that. But yeah, well, Finn gets, uh, what is it? Snowblind, which is pretty sick. Where Snowblind was cool. That's his like, dis- or yeah, disappearing jutsu or whatever. Um, honestly, when, when Finn uses the, the force of a blizzard, that's where like my mind was just blown. I, that's where like their episode or their battle of ninja powers really took off. And I had a couple moments in a row where I was like, Oh shoot. You know, yeah. like, I, like audibly was excited about he has a, a blizzard power. And then all of a sudden Jake jumps in and he does a shadow clone jutsu and there are three of them and Finn's just like, oh, that's one too many, you know? But yeah. he does the little shuriken jutsu and all of them are clones and then Jake's behind him. And I was just like, oh, that's so sick. You know, like that was a great little exchange. back. And then Finn, the final thing is Finn catches an arrow, which is like, you know, the whole like- The ultimate, like, yeah. Well, supposedly ninjas could catch arrows out of thin air, but I think it's been proven by the Mythbusters that you, you, you can't. can't actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I got to say, I think the the blizzard, I, I it's not the coolest power, but just because it was the moment in the episode for me where I was like, oh, ice powers are sick. Yeah. I was like, that's that's probably going to be my, my favorite ice yeah. power. They, well, there was probably a lot of untapped ice powers. I did find that there was a list of like the spells out there. Oh, cool. And I'm scrolling through my notes here. There was one that was not listed or no, excuse me. It was listed in this, like the skills in the book, but aren't used. And one was called 
snow style hidden in the ground. And it makes Finn melt down to the ground to move around, seeing the enemy and then jumping up with spikes. Oh, cool. And I cool. was like, that's, that would have been my favorite power had they used it. That's That feels very Naruto. I, I mean, honestly, my top of the episode was just all the ninja ice powers. It A lot of them kind of echoed Haku from Naruto, which that's my Zabuza reverence. Really, it's a Haku reverence. But Haku is Zabuza's like student essentially mm-hmm. uh but they're ice ninja from the land of water um and he i guess he works for zabuza i don't know but it's like the first bad guy in the original nin- naruto series like when they're little kids you know it's like the first like oh crap this like derate mission ended up being so much like they were just taking a bridge builder from one place to another place and it shouldn't have been anything that like new shinobis need to handle that it's gonna be too tough and then freaking this crazy bad guy comes in and almost kills him you know and it's like the first time you really have high stakes in naruto so i you know i don't know if it's a direct reference to haku with some of those powers or zabuza but i i really love that i thought that was just super cool and actually you did you do fat words for this yeah, I got. I actually have. Isn't there a headband somewhere? Yeah, the headband is actually the symbol from Naruto. So okay. I think that that was so for probably sure the, the author's like nod to Naruto alongside of everything else. A couple other one the the hand signals that both Finn and Jake use are references to the hand seals from Naruto mm-hmm. uh, used to channel the chakra and the different jujits or jits jutsus jujitsus uh, jujitsus yeah um, or elemental attacks. Um, yeah, like you said, the the Shadow Clone is a reference to Naruto as well. And then the entire concept of what it, this is called in Infantry, Frigitsu. Frigitsu, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like frigid jujitsu. Oh, that's so cool. Which I thought was kind of was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah um, I dig it, man. And then actually a, a really bizarre one out of nowhere, when you mentioned, you know, like he's got the Shadow Clones and he goes, that's one too many. They said it's likely a reference to a movie from 1990 called The Two Jakes, which is a Jack Nicholson uh, directed and starred in sequel to the movie Chinatown. Yeah, which we've all seen, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. I, and I read into it. It sounds like it's kind of like a uh, cop drama gone bad, but it's like uh, a detective and he accidentally sends a, a hitman somewhere and a fiance's husband dies, but there's two Jakes in that. And so yeah. I, they said it was a nod to that. And 64 like, on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the two maybe Jakes it, will be our special. Maybe that's our next it special. <laughs> it won't be, I promise. Um, it will not be. A fun part of the, uh, what were we call it? The secret sanctum. Yeah. That I missed until I did my research is oh, that no. he's got a poster. I love the posters. Says, deadly pressure points and then shows yeah. a, a diagram of a penguin's anatomy so that's actually my theoretically speaking theoretically speaking the deadly pressure points poster which at first you look at it, it goes deadly and then it, it looks like a picture it's a penguin a gunter mm-hmm. and i'm like holy crap like ice king knows a way to kill gunter or or no sorry my first thought was gunter king is like deadly super deadly this penguin so like ice king is whatever but Really, but then you realize it was a pressure pressure point. point. So yeah. uh, this is how Ice King, in my mind, keeps Gunter subdued. It's a good. Oh man, that's by, my favorite. Theoretically speaking, you've done in a while. Yeah, by overanalyzing Gunter through experiments or, or just by discovery, he's figured out what Gunter's weaknesses are, uh, and so therefore Gunter has no choice but to go along with his shenanigans. So yeah. so Gunter knows that 
Ice King knows all his secret pressure points that could kill him at any moment. And only Ice King knows this. And that's why Gunter just kind of like, yeah, you can put your feet up on me. I'll be your table or, or mm-hmm. sure, carry me upside down and take me to a hospital. Like, you know, that's, that yeah. is their relationship. In and my, with, and with speaking. all the penguins, like when you do like realize that there's multiple penguins. Wait, are there multiple bad penguins? Yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got multiple they all penguins. Bad? No. Oh, okay. Just, there is only, Gunter. there is one true Gunter. I think he ends up calling One them. true Gunter? Yeah, like like this was like the one true Gunter. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like maybe our Gunter is not the real. Is this like no, multiverse? no, this is not a multiverse theory. Okay, no, Rick no. and Morty. That would get way too out of hand for sure. <laughs> We're already dealing much. with post-apocalyptic futures yeah. of our world. We don't need more. There is. Uh, we'll get into that uh, later. Uh, oh, this right. is not multiverse theory. Adventure Time handles multiverse a little bit, a little bit differently than like a Marvel would, um, but similarly. Well, my sexy character for this episode is the Bikini Assassin. Bikini Assassin. <laughs> Did yeah, you see that poster? Yeah, that poster is a great one. Oh, man. I need that movie. There are two movies I need from this. I need Bikini Assassin because it just sounds amazing. Uh, and then I need the Five Knuckle Romance because... The Five Knuckle Romance. Oh, man. They're like stabbing each other through their chest. They mm-hmm. have each other's hearts like... Oh man, I need these movies. I Both mean, of those sound so good. Bikini Assassin. Let's just talk about the difference, man, between because that's all the posters were in his secret sanctum. His whole house is like trashed, weird bachelor pad. In the secret sanctum is like a bat lair. It's yeah, it's like it's got amazing. TVs and like kunai everywhere. And like I was like, dude, if you could make a room this night, just make your normal house like super cool and like I ice know. kingdomly, you know. Yeah, it's so cool. Actually, the first thing that when we paused it, I was watching this with Allie, we paused it immediately. And what she pointed out was all the triangles everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like, what do you mean by that? But basically, she points out that triangles, like, historically, and I'm probably totally paraphrasing this terribly, but they're often associated with evil characters. Like, with Mm. with good characters or neutral characters, you have round shapes and squares. uh, But triangles are often associated with evil um, and I just thought that was really interesting. When you walk into the secret sanctum, triangles all over the place, the floor, the ceiling, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, things on the walls. I mean, it's just everywhere. That's you cool. Know? I'm going to start looking, really cool. I'm going to start looking for that now more yeah. with in adventure time. Cause I know, mm, how am I going to say this without spoiling? There is Uh-oh. a point in the future where there's another ice powerful being. Mm-hmm. And when they come about, I, I remember a scene that does have kind of like triangle centric shapes in it, but I don't know if that's just like their way of describing ice or, but I'm going to, I'm going to start looking like evil characters, like triangle related yeah. shapes. That's well, a good, it's a good thought. What is that? I mean, well, what is, this is like the most obvious, what is that evil character from gravity falls? Uh, Bill Cipher. Yeah. It's just straight up a triangle. I mean, you know, like that's, that's like a like yeah. way too obvious, but, but even the Illuminati, man, like that's yeah. all triangle shit. Like, Whoa, uh, that's my first curse on the podcast. Oh, is, is it really? <laughs> that's a bunch of triangle shit. Wow, I'm sorry. Uh, Mom, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, wow, just that's crazy. Boy. Sorry, uh, just a boy. I'm a bad bad dog living in a movie. Um, no, Jake's not really a bad dog in this episode, I don't think. But man, let's let's hit our commercials. Um, yeah, I'm, we need I'm a break. I'm gonna go cry for a little bit. Oh yeah. All right. In a world. Where assassins wear bikinis and nobody knows how to swim, one bikini assassin must kill. Her opponent in beach volleyball! But don't touch that water because it's contaminated with pepper 
And it all comes down to this. A ball, a net, and an assassination this Friday. All right, Russell, I got one question for you. Yeah. And this is... Ninjas are cool. That was the first question. I actually did have that written down for you until <laughs> you asked me at first. I wanted to know if you have the choice to be a normal ninja or an ice ninja, which would you do? Well, what does normal ninja mean? Like a ninja with a... With like a on Earth? Yeah, like on Earth, like a blade. Like and a like, boring ninja? Was it not boring ninjas? Ninjas are so lame. Ice ninja, baby. Give I, me powers. I, I asked that because I was like, I watched all their weapons, like half of them break. And yeah. that's why I was like... It, but when they made out of ice, they were made out of ice. You can make more. But it's kind of like... Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. you do only have a certain, probably, strength that it, it can go to, you know? Yeah, but not having power sucks. And and to be honest, like, all the ninja powers, walking on water, catching an arrow, like, all that stuff is, like, it's it's magic tricks, you know? It's, like, them setting it up in a way to where it looks like they're more... Uh, more magic. So you are. would you would take for sure powers over being like the world's best ninja. I would be a samurai, baby. Well, Give that me was a samurai sword. We, we can have a samurai episode down the road. Swords are cool, just don't own one. <laughs> <laughs> unless swords it has cool. historical, like unless it's like a a Japanese family's katana that they pass down forever, and for some reason you picked it up. You just got a lot of Maybe. people who do cosplay really mad at you. Um. Damn. Damn. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Y'all. Sorry, guys. Swords are cool. Swords are super cool. Love, yeah. love swords. I'm. I am gonna have a lightsaber one day. Like, oh, I. Well, like sure. a legit. Are you Are you expecting us to have legit lightsaber technology <laughs> that's how I'm, one day? That's how I'm carving my turkey in 2020, <laughs> yeah, 2022, right there. When yeah, they, the when heat they release lightsabers. from the lightsaber cooks it as you cut it. That's oh, what's yeah. so great about it. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, I definitely want. I'm going to invest at some point like probably 200 bucks into like one of those really fancy nice lightsabers. Yeah. So we Just, can't we can't rip yeah. on people that have swords if we're talking about our lightsabers. I can rip on strategies. Whoever I want on my podcast, Ned. Don't tell me who I can and can't <laughs> you rip can on. You can have beef with whoever you want. To I'm have beefing beef with. beefing with too many people the past 2 weeks. Let's yeah. stop beefing with people. I love y'all. Dude, lightsabers would end gun violence. You just said, <laughs> look at that solution. Turn in your guns and you get a lightsaber. The the lines will be it. <laughs> the lines will change. Look, I would yes. I would see Luke Skywalker or Anakin or any any who's the best lightsaber duelist? Is it uh, Mace Windu? Because he's supposedly oh, he's the most powerful I, with the lightsaber. I feel like I just watched a video a TikTok about this. I think it's I Mace think Windu. It, I think it ends up being Anakin technically. Okay. Well, yeah. let's let's take Anakin. Put them on one side of the room, and then let's take someone with an AK on the other side of the room, and let's see Anakin block he just, he just, a fully automatic. He would neo the shit out of that, just like how, poof, like stop the bullets. It's so much faster to just pull the trigger, dude. It's like all those things where people are in the car and they're like, "Oh, if someone's got a gun to your head, you gotta knock the hand to the side and turn it around on them and steal the gun." It's like, do you know how easy it is for that person to back up and just pull? You know, like I don't know. I know that somebody there is got to be. I guess he could Neo the or TikTok video out there, probably breaking that down like guns versus lightsabers if they're not lasers. Well, either I mean I'm with you, man. Like I I'm hating. I'm being devil's advocate. I do love lightsabers, and maybe they wouldn't. They would in wars, or maybe if we created them, we would all just be like, okay, that's 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 the pinnacle of humanity, and we all just need to like 
chill out. We all need to just chill out at that point if, yeah. if we're if we've progressed that far. Yeah, I mean, it is an elegant weapon from a more civilized time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, I had I had one more deep thought on this one. We really talked a lot into it with uh, the "Don't lose your moral code for the betterment of the greater good." But also in this one, it they they turned out to be right, but it was the matter of how presumptuous they were that they were staking out the ice kingdom for six hours just to watch ice king leave. And yes, he did come back with the princess. Well, they had the diary entry too. where Yeah, they had the, but see they, that's when they, you're not supposed to read someone's diary. And like, if ice king hadn't done anything wrong, like at all, would would they not feel bad to be like, yeah, we were so presumptuous. And they did feel evil. bad. They felt bad yeah. for a bit. Well, Finn did. I don't think Jake felt remorse. Yeah, like, I don't know. Per se. I don't remember. I feel like there's a moment where both of them are animated, kind of like funny, kind of, mm -hmm. you know, backwards and smaller and, and uh, more fragile because they're trying to show like how they're like, yeah, sorry they are. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to like, you know, be humble and be like, ah, we're, ah, frick, you know, yeah. our bad, Ice King. We broke your chair that you could honestly just create again because it's ice but yeah you know at the same time it does kind of suck and and they went through his uh microsoft paint pictures and yeah actually i, I had a funny I, there was a list of all of the eight folders yeah uh, they're good the eight folders on ice king's computer are secrets roms miscellaneous drawings <laughs> untitled folder princesses muscles and gunter stuff <laughs> gunter stuff i need to know more about gunter <laughs> i want to get into gunter stuff tab yeah, for I do. sure i think that's that's where he's gonna have all his notes on the the deadly pressure points and all that stuff i think that's where you find out a lot about gunter and and what's is it well is it ice really king's gunter stuff or is it like when gunter logs on the it's computer like a kid folder for, yeah, it's like the kids folder stuff. yeah uh, yeah it's like all clean and you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like pinball and like uh, Minecraft, you know. Yeah, dude. Uh, this. Uh, we're not tangenting here, but did you ever have that like Beatles bug game back in the day? It was like one of those like learn as you play games. I don't think so. No. And uh, there were like four Beatles, and they like had really terrible like Beatles accents. Uh, <laughs> I did no. not have this oh, game man. at all. There was some like really horrible, fun like plays you learn games from back in our childhood that i'd never beat i Mine guess was, i wasn't uh, very smart carmen but. san diego back in the day that was a big one freddie fish pajama sam wow you all actually remember all this stuff. oh I yeah remember anything. there was there was a peak like pre.com era of like hard drive like a few i think we had one or two that were actually on a floppy disk mm. um mm -mm -mm. of like the like i don't even know the production studio there was putt putt which was a little golf cart that like had a, a puppy that rode around in the back. <laughs> Freddie Fish and Pajama Sam, like all amazing games. Cool, <laughs> I love that. I played a lot of the like Centipede and and Gal or what is the uh, whatever that one is where you're a little triangle and you spin around and shoot the, the meteors. Asteroids. Asteroids. Yeah. yeah, I played that a good bit. Um, Galaga, but. We just had that. It was just like what came with the you know dial up computer or whatever. Yeah. I don't think my dad. My dad's not a video game guy i really doubt he spent any money to have that on the computer but they were cool and then uh what is it minesweeper or whatever yeah you, lots of minesweeper yeah oh gosh what a lame until the internet man 
Well, all you could do is play outside. It sucked. Yeah. Don't listen to millennials. All you could do is go pretend to be ninjas outside. Well, okay, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the days, man. Yeah, I do too. I miss the days. Well, I, I don't have yeah. any more notes. We talked about our Jake mistakes. We talked about yeah. our tops of the episode. We, we broke down Dr. Princess. Um, Rat Doctor. Rock doctor. <laughs> we got to talk about Rat Doctor a little bit, baby. I know. Well, I, th- I think uh, I think she's more of a traveling doctor because we'll see her again, and she's in the Candy Kingdom. Um, so I imagine that she's kind we of. We do see her again. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm Dr. happy Princess about that. Comes back for I need sure. to know more about her specialization in treating little tuxedo people. And treating little tuxedo people. <laughs> oh gosh, she's she's yeah, she's weird. She's down to earth. She's like cool she kind of gets it she's like i don't really know what i'm looking at here but also she's not surprised by it you know it's like you know we get like it's a magical world and people are crazy like my half my patients are rocks yeah you know and even gosh that whole scene's pretty fun it's like when uh they all or what is it ice king goes in and he freezes the first two and then the third rock is just like yo yeah get in front of me it's all good and and then he's like what is he's I think he says something like, you know, I was, and he just freezes him anyway. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's, it's good. Apparently it's really good. Uh, the writers got some shit for that scene. Cause they're like, Oh, you copied despicable me when oh, he's he? like walking in the line with the ice gun. Oh. Um, and <clears throat> the writers were like, no, I was totally unintentional. Well, the, the other thing was great. The dude behind the counter is just like patient or cadaver <laughs> patient or cadaver. <laughs> Those are your two choices. And then ice came like, Flirts and like, so when do you get off? And it reminded me a little bit of like Joey from Friends. It's kind of that like, oh, we're having a serious conversation and whatever. And then that last little tidbit of just like, let me flirt with you. You know, like, so yeah. how, how you doing? You know, like, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I still don't know how I feel about you, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Well, I had one uh, Ice King mistake. We're not going to make this a, a repeated segment, but it, oh. it just struck me as odd at the end of the episode when he knows he kidnapped Dr. Princess. Yeah. And he's got Dr. Princess in the duffel bag and he's like, hey, take this over there. Take this yeah. over there. And then he's like, wait, no, wait. That's, a, I was like, dude. Doesn't he, he say could, to put it in the cellar too or something like that? I can't, or not the cellar, the jail or something. It, yeah. He's, I think he said put it over by the jail or in the jail. Yeah, like, yeah. But I was like, you could, uh, he, he would have gotten away with that one. He, he would have. He, if he had just put it aside himself, he probably would have gotten away with it. Yeah. It was weird. I think you would have, dude. Uh, what do you think of that ending? Would you? I had a question about the ending. It was like, yeah. Gunter. What does he say? He says like, "You should have told me." <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. After after the space cat is born or whatever. Yeah, and then he gets like, kicked in the face mm-hmm. and in the side by Finn and Jake. Yeah, and then it, it does but, a very classic like kung fu. Yeah, the kung fu ending. Frame. Yeah, um, which was oh, similar to, so the, cool. to the intro too, which was cool. Yeah. But so, but no. I, you should have told me what though. Like what should that he was a that he was a woman. That, but then he goes. Or, but it wasn't about the oh, egg. You're right, it was you're about right. the fact that it was a space cat. That it wasn't a uh, penguin. Yeah, I guess it yeah. was like who are you with? Well, the writers originally did have an intention to have it be a weird ice king penguin hybrid oh, baby. Thank goodness they didn't do it, that. No, in Cartoon Network shut that down real yeah. quick. But they were like, oh, wouldn't that be like kind of grotesque and funny? And like, and they were like, no, nah, okay, <gasps> we're, we're not that grotesque, <gasps> you know? Yeah. Um, but that's why I was wondering. And then I, what was he, like, what would, what would Gunter tell Ice King? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, 
I think it was I'm, like this. This was an alien baby. This is my mate. Like, well, well, who got Gunter pregnant? That's I what guess I, is, I, I don't know. That's the that's the real question. Yeah. And also, I don't know. I just love when he tosses. He's like, Gunter's a woman. <laughs> and he, what? He looks no, like, and throws and just him. Throws him. Him and the egg. Oh gosh. Yeah. I don't know. And then Gunter like cuddles up with the egg. He's so cute. Um, I know. Great, great episode. So when we do so our good. season breakdowns, I feel like this is going to be up there for for tops episodes of the season without a doubt yeah. hard to talk about but such a good good episode to watch uh ned it's been quite a few episodes since nea uh, our episode nine the boom boom mountain mm-hmm. when we brought up nindos you've had time what's your nindo you, you didn't really ref- have a good answer you gotta refresh that. my memory again it's, it's your ninja way man it's naruto's is i'm not gonna run away i'm never gonna go back on my word that's my nindo my ninja way um uh i think mine was to be the best there ever or like no one ever was you know like i'm just trying to be a pokemon trainer i don't know maybe i'm trying to come up with something that's like snappy right now that's okay study in the shadows oh strike in the light strike in the light i don't know something like that okay that's getting in though you stay secret get really powerful but don't be don't be sneaky don't don't kill people like if you're in a that's front with somebody do it do it in public. I don't know. Okay, don't so know. your just, your Nindo is just aggressive, and you know you're just trying to. Kill, be no, a no, ninja. no. If you have oh. if you, if you're gonna defeat the evil, you got to study and train uh, secret like so they don't they don't know about yeah. you being super strong. But then don't go and like ransack and be like a you know challenge you yeah. at the gate. Come and fight. Teddy me. Roosevelt yeah. walks softly with a big stick. Yes, or speak softly, carry speak. a big stick. Yes, cool. I dig it. Yeah. Oh, Teddy. What a TR, baby. What a president. Got shot while giving a speech and finished the speech. How crazy is that? That's wild. Nowadays, it's like a president gets a shoe thrown at him and Secret Service is just like, I'm shutting down. Mr. Politics over here. Uh, Well, I don't even, honest, (laughs) to be entirely honest, I can't remember what president that was. That was Georgie boy. Oh, heck yes. Here's the thing, man. All right. We're not going to get into politics, but. George has an interesting charisma thing. Obama had it too. You know, like, I don't know. It's I'm not just, ready to have, we can have a whole separate podcast. Even, for we're this. not even talking politics. I just think it's, I just think it's so interesting how presidents like market or brand themselves with like a, a way. I don't know. Are they just like that? I don't, I don't know. It seems like they're putting it on a little bit. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You're not wrong, but. Anyway, I don't, know. I don't have energy to talk politics. I don't or either. It's too early. Political figures. We're we're recording like this is one of the earlier episodes we've ever recorded uh, here in Nashville, and mm-hmm. you know, like we talked about, I guess was it last episode? This is going to be one of one of the last episodes recorded in Nashville by both of us. Potentially. Yeah, we, I think we definitely have a few more left for sure. Yeah, we'll see how much time. Yeah, I, we get some. I time. feel like that. Me and uh, my girlfriend were talking about it over the break. We're like, yeah, I think they're trying to sell a house and blah, blah, blah. And then you you texted me and you were like, yeah, we already got an offer. I was like, what? It, it happened so quick, man. It happened, yeah, too it fast. It happened in six and a half days. Too fast, Ned. That's crazy. It makes me jealous that I didn't buy a house. But to be honest, you don't make a lot of money when you're starting out in the music industry. Yeah. So, Or Hurdle. when you're starting out with a podcast. <laughs> or when you're, yeah, maybe when we get to episode 100, We'll be we'll be sitting in those uh, six figure ranges, right? Mm, maybe yeah, my uh, my lesson, real fast, is wear your ninja on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Just embrace your weird, which I think is kind of uh, a lesson that I sort of phrase in different ways often. But um, it 
which just made so much sense for this episode to wear your ninja on your sleeve. So I could not use it again. Yeah. Um, no, I, it, I, that's a good, that's a better lesson than the two that I kind of pulled out. Cause I had don't wear your ninja on your sleeve, but I didn't dig deep into that. And I like that. Yeah. It's simple. But anyways, y'all another great episode. Yeah, yeah. We did it. We did it two in a row with both of us. Let's keep going yeah. as long as we can, but also, you know, for what it's worth, I'd say that, but I, I really enjoyed the episodes with guests and uh, DJ Cowboy Hat crushed it with crushed so it. many, was it two or three? I can't even remember now. Was it it's three two. Episodes? He had one two? with me and then one with you. Gosh, heck yeah. Yeah, it was fun sitting down with you and us talking for like the first time about Adventure Time without Ned. It was it was weird though. We did get a comment, you know, kind of talking about like, don't y'all know about blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, it is kind <laughs> well, of two people that don't know Adventure Time talking. <laughs> Yeah, I felt very much like the the kid who didn't know anything in the new class. Like, just we're we're here, we're trying to learn, but uh, we're not going to be able to teach you anything. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, we just want to do the show justice, and it, it is a lot easier when you got DJ Nettie P with the the factoids and the deep love. Yeah, expert. I'm I'm actually planning on trying to like kind of binge through the show a little bit more now Ahead. just yeah. yeah just in case i'm like only remembering certain things or there's like a specific half season that i like need to like refresh myself on and i'll probably pick up on some more stuff i think that's a great idea i think doing that and taking some notes and just like having it in the back of your head just oh, so yeah. you're like fully aware of the show you know i mean whatever but you do a great job as as you are but yeah a lot of the stuff now in season two is pretty obvious when it's like canonical and I think when we start going forward, there's some stuff where it's a really, really important part of the canon or something, and yeah. it relates to some sort of odd side story. And so it's gonna be I want to make sure to I remember up. all those episodes, yeah. It's going to be hard to keep up with everything that's happened in the past, you know, especially me watching everything for the first time and trying to think back to like, oh, this is mm-hmm. a reference to that one time when this happened. Like, it's fine when you have two seasons and, you know, we're halfway, we're not even halfway through yeah. the second season, but... Once you get deeper and deeper, it's going to be really difficult to... I mean, we're going to do our best. We're hundreds gonna, of hours it. of podcast content done, and we'd be only on like season four, you know? Yeah, dude, we're going we're gonna to crush it. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm pumped to keep going and keep moving forward. Uh, we haven't really discussed what our halfway through the season special episode is going to be, but... Uh, I think we'll start looking into that pretty soon here. Yeah, we're going to have about three-ish more normal episodes okay. and then get a little good season half break for you guys. Yeah. Hmm. If you so, have suggestions, please email them to us. We would love to figure out. We, oh. We've talked about Scott Pilgrim. We've talked about something else, too. Um, I don't know if we want to keep it cartooned or not. It doesn't have to be. I think, you know, they they never do quite as well as our normal episodes do. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> but it's a it's a good break for us and and honestly there's a dream of mine to, you know, at some point though this podcast and your journeys keep going, the show does uh have a limit to it and we don't, you know, if if things are going well and we're really enjoying it and we got a a, a group of followers like Maybe we'll figure out a way to keep it going and do something. And, you know, like I, I love Avatar. Like, I think that would be something that people might be into that maybe talk about one day. But I don't know. I think we, as we go deeper into Adventure Time, we get a lot of time to think about that and see how uh, this podcast goes. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime, it is an Adventure Time podcast. And you can email us, like Ned said, at NEA 
www.travelerslog at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Insta at Never Ending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Never Ending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast, baby. Get us, hit us up, do a reviews. It helps. I promise it really does help. Like, yes, uh, significantly. Um, yeah, man. Like, share us, stitch us, duet us. Oh, shoot. I don't if, know. Do all the shares. And a little bit here, I'm going to be looking into something. There might be like a little, we'll have like a little thing going on where like if you, if you share the podcast, you know, maybe. Yeah, we haven't even thought about Maybe give, we'll get a sticker. Giveaways yet. Yeah. Giveaways yeah. is a good idea. Uh, we're, we're working on stickers. We'll have them. I yeah. just haven't bought them yet. We'll get some swag for you guys soon. Oh man. Yeah. Maybe we could do something where it's like a, what is that called? Where it's um, when someone buys it, the company like prints it, print on demand. Oh, Something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. could be pretty cool. But anyways, y'all, uh, thank you so much. I got just one last thing for you. Party forever. Love that you guys.